Trials and challenges will come in this life and in your marriage. So how will you respond? In the middle of a crisis, Danielle and I made a defiant decision, and it changed the course of our lives. In this week's show, we share some of that story and make a special announcement. The Legendary Marriage Podcast begins now. If you're feeling more like roommates than soulmates, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. Every couple wants to have a great marriage, but the trials and challenges of life pull us in different directions. So we talk with amazing couples who share their stories and incredible experts who share their wisdom about building a life together. And at the end of every show, we give you a conversation starter so you and your spouse can build more intimacy and connection in your marriage by having conversations that matter. Hello there, family. This is Danielle and Justin. This is episode 116. Welcome, Welcome to, the sh- to the show. Here we are. Nursing it's our Valentine's hangovers. Valentine's Day hangovers. Man, that kombucha really got us. Um, I'm not <laughs> sure that that really gives you a hangover other than um, you just feel extra hippie-ish the next day. <laughs> Come on, hippie-ish? That is an insult to hippies. We are not hippies. What? I, I think you're delusional. That's crazy. I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm pre-hippie. Pre-hippie. <laughs> she, pre-hippie. It's like hippie light. Yeah. 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 Hippie light. We pick and choose our hippiness. We All do. All right. So before we get to the show, let's talk about one of our sponsors. Freshly. We love Freshly. You will too. So they put we put together an offer for the legendary marriage family. So fresh, awesome, chef prepared, all natural gourmet meals are delivered right to your doorstep through a weekly subscription. Um, all this stuff is super fresh, high quality proteins, none of the yucky stuff, no gluten, no refined sugars, any of that. And here's the deal. Meals arrive fresh, never frozen. They're ready to eat in three minutes. Microwave, boom, done. Dinner is ready. And this is not like junk food. This is not like Stouffer's or Hungry Man or like the discount, you know, stuff you get at the dollar store freezer section. Nobody gets that. This is super good stuff. So you can go over to legendarymarriage.com slash freshly, get 30% off your first month and begin enjoying fresh, delicious meals delivered to your door. 30%. 30%. Yeah, there's a link for that in the show notes too. Hey, let me talk to you for a minute about reviews. We love reviews, and it's not just because we like reading nice things about us. Um, reviews help the show grow and reach more couples and help them when they're navigating crisis and they're moving toward trying to build a legendary marriage. Yeah, Billable with Baby says, I see so many friends give up so easily and get divorced. My parents divorced and I was graduating high school and had a big impact on our family. Marriage is important. So thank you, Danielle and Justin, for this podcast. Helps us take our marriage to the next level. Thank you. Billable with baby. For taking a minute to drop a review. And you can do that right in iTunes on your computer or in the podcast app on your phone. It takes less than two minutes and it is so helpful. We we appreciate it so much. Um, so jump in and do that. We really, really appreciate it. It helps us grow and, and uh, serve more couples. All right. So, okay, let's k- cut it right Our here. Our guest today is... Us. Us. (laughs) (laughs) I heard they were really hard to book. Yes, we are really hard to book. Like, No, so we wanted to share the story today of how did we get so passionate about 
you know, caring for couples, wanting people to have a legendary marriage, all that. Um, We get asked that all the time. And so we thought, hey, we'd share the story behind the story today. Yeah. And if you've been around for a while, you've probably heard us share some of this. And um, and if you haven't, then sit back, cozy on in and and uh, enjoy the ride because um, <laughs> we don't we don't pull many punches. I know. So we got married. Um, it all began. We got married in 2001, November of 2001. Um, but it, like, of course, it begins before that. Right. Like the whole thing about the ordinary life is you, or at least for us, was you go to college. Yes, you check. You get a job. Check. You get engaged. Check. Like you meet somebody in college, you get engaged, you get married, you start having kids, check. you buy a house, you work hard your whole life, you retire, and hopefully die well into your 200 years old. Wait a minute. Before you die, you got to get on the porch swing. And watch sunsets together. The don't, porch swing. Don't forget that part, yeah. honey. Yeah. So, or we you were, go to, or you you spend winters in Florida, <gasps> right? Or Arizona. Or Arizona. That would be really nice. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not dogging it at all. No, we've been to Arizona. We've been to Florida. We've been to some of those RV yeah. camps. They're amazing. But you know, so we started off along that story, and we checked a lot of those boxes, and when we bought our house. We started putting a lot, I'm talking a lot we bought of work this, into this it. Run down kind of house that had been built in the in the forties, and I don't think anybody had touched it since the fifties. Like they hadn't done anything to it. So, you know, of course we decided um this was our way to put a stamp on things. We'd been married about five years at this point, and we were really gonna make something unique. Cause when we got married, we thought, you know, we're gonna be different than anybody else. We're gonna be different from every other couple. And so far we had kind of been doing the normal stuff. And, and we're so like funny. we're gonna break out of the mold. And so we decided to put in, let's see, new plumbing, new electrical. You know, I mean, what else, honey? We'd pretty much did yeah. it. I mean, we, we did it, but, but, you know, it's, I'm going to go back to something you said, like we thought we were going to do this whole thing. And I think so many couples when they're, they're in love and they're dating and they're engaged and they're getting married, they're in that place of going like, we we're going to take the world by the tail. Oh, like heck yeah. we, we've got this figured out. Not like, I remember doing pre-marriage counseling with so many couples over the years. And, you know, you're trying to say, you know, life, life's tough. Like you got to get on the same page. You want to have, you know, be a team, you know, get aligned about all these things that are going on in life. And, and they're just like, Oh, we'll be fine. And then, and, and so we everybody did too. does that. We did and too. we did too. And we held hands. We did and all we the right out things too. And we, uh, we just thought it would be like that forever. But we did all the right things too. Like we, we, we were going to church every week. We were in a, in a, in a small group. We did our Bible studies. You know, we did all that stuff. We were, we were building our careers. We, we checked were, a lot of boxes. We babe. checked a lot of boxes. And I, and again, I'm not, I'm not criticizing any of that because you can build a great life doing that. Yeah. Um, but the truth is, you know, the, the trying to check all the boxes started to catch up with us yeah. when we started to rehab the house oh because, um, uh, well, actually, part of the checked um, ordinary marriage boxes rack up a lot of debt. Check. Um, we started we bought this house for, you know, a super great deal. Yeah. Put a ton of money into it. Money yeah. that we didn't really have, honestly. Right. No, we put a lot of credit like, card action behind we were, it. We were like, 
I was the one that saw this rundown house and Danielle was like, ah, no, this is not, this is no, no thanks. And I was like, no, no, wait, honey, I can see it now. We'll blow out the roof and we'll add a full second floor. It was kind of like a dormered story and a half house. We'll make it a full second and we'll make a master bathroom up there and everything. And we'll gut this and we'll do this and we'll move this here and we'll, you know. And so I had this vision of the whole thing without any... And... (laughs) My eyes glazed over when he said we were going to rip a hole in the roof. But we did. But we did twi- We did two different rip holes yeah. in the roof. So fast forward to the moment when we were like, oh, the weather forecast says it's going to start raining and not stop raining for a week and a half. Well, and that- not just like drip, drip, drip raining, but like thunderstorms, tornado uh, alerts all of it that is when we decided to rip a hole in the roof yeah of course well that was right after we decided to rip the hole in the roof so we're yeah. like we've got tarps covering the roof we've got you know bol- you know water is pouring into these rundown old tarps that my dad had gotten it's like filling up the light fixtures and the ceilings oh my gosh so <laughs> needless to say we were in kind of a high stress kind of a situation and you know those home depot uh credit card that we were racking up and we had some other credit cards that we were too it was just like all this stress it was you know debt collectors are calling us and justin had lost a job at the time and there was just a lot of things that were really really stressful and i remember one saturday we were up in our bedroom and it did yeah. have a roof now. Yeah, this is fast forward a little bit. <laughs> like we had roof, we had like kind of finished things. Yeah. And you know, those those calls kept coming in, that bad news kept coming in and I had left a job. Yeah. And this was in like 2005 when it was a little before the the recession really hit in the United States here, mm-hmm. but in our part of the country, it was already kind of a depressed economy. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was, it was bottoming out then and I couldn't find another job. I spent almost a year trying to find something. And so we were getting really stressed. We were turning on each other and we had this fight where the blame was just flying back and forth. Well, you did this and you did that and you did this. And, um, it was ugly y'all. I mean, it was ugly. And from Justin's point of view, he was in a place where, you know, when you're out of a job and you've got these bills and everything, I didn't know at the time, but wouldn't you say you were depressed? Oh, yeah. Massively depressed. Like my, my whole identity, my whole sense of self was wrapped up in the fact that I was doing, I was working in nonprofit. I was working in the church in ministry. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'm like, Oh, I'm doing this thing for God. I'm doing this thing. And it's like, it's so great. And then I left and I couldn't, so I couldn't find something. Yeah. I couldn't transition to another church, to a marketing job, to a whatever. And so I wasn't producing anything like my, my work determined my worth and I didn't have work to determine worth. So there was no worth. Mm. So man, I was just spiraling into my own thing in the middle of the fact that this uh, career crisis had turned into a financial crisis and into an identity crisis. And then we were turning on each other. And I mean, it was ugly. It was ugly, ugly, ugly. And here we are uh, on the, you know, in our master bedroom, sunny day. I can still, I can smell the paint in the bathroom, like we, I had painted that bathroom five times 
in a week because Danielle couldn't make up her See, mind. Now you're blaming me again. Jeez. Well, I was perfectly happy with the third color. <laughs> <laughs> But but I can smell it. I can see it. I can feel the carpet on my feet. Um, as we're just we're just ugly with each other. And Danielle was standing over by the window, and I was standing over by the bed, and I, just in my own self pity and depression and everything. Finally, I was just like, you know what? Uh, I think we should get a divorce. Like I I think if you want to leave, I would not blame you. I will not hold you back. I will send you with with freedom and love because I am dragging us down. Like I'm sending us straight to the pit and you you deserve better than this. And in that moment, it really just sucked the air out of the room. And everything that I knew, like I knew Justin and I were solid no matter what. Like that was the foundation of which I could deal with the stress. I could deal with the bill collectors calling. I could deal with job loss and all that other stuff because I knew we were not going anywhere. And in that moment, I thought, oh my gosh, everything that I thought was true was not true. Like I thought we were square no matter what. Like when we said I do, it was forever. And so I just was wondering like, how did I end up here? Like, how is this even possibly real life? And it was kind of like an atomic bomb went off. Yeah. And the whole room, us included, it was just devastated. The landscape was. Yeah. And I knew after that moment there was going to be, I actually knew, I was like, this is not really happening like, there's no way that we're going to let us go down like this. But I had no way to put words to it in that moment. And I'm, I'm as soon as the words kind of came out of my mouth, there was a piece of me that was like, what the hell have you done? Because mm-hmm. um, I'm looking at Danielle and, and I mean, she just turns white and her eyes well up and she just like her spirit just crumbled in that moment. And if you all if you all don't know, Danielle, you know, she is the strongest, most courageous, most bold, most fearless, beautiful, faithful, hopeful person uh, on the face of the earth. And I looked at her and watched this, this beautiful woman just kind of crumble in front of me for a moment. And it, it, it wrecked me in a way that, uh, a whole different way, mm. like a whole different way from the, the pity and the, the grief and the depression that I was in. And I've just, it, it was, I don't know that I'll ever forget that. Yeah. And, you know, after a little while of, you know, trying to recover from the blast, um, I realized that I was going to have to be the person that took control here. And I said, you know what? You've got words here that I don't agree with. And we are not going down like that. This is not our story. Y'all, it was like and, a switch went off. Yeah. Because, the, the, you know, the, the bomb goes off and it's just like she, she just crumbled. And then all of a sudden, it was, it was like something out of a moment in a superhero movie where the, the resolve just like 
filled her up and all of a sudden she she shifted she switched on yeah and was just like no and i'm like what do you mean no she's like no that's not how we're going down that's not how our story ends no mm. yeah i feel like that day like looking back that was a defiant decision day and even though justin was depressed and he was not in a great place um we got on the same page together in that we were both saying like, no, that's not our story. Divorce is not how we go out. And so we made a plan to move forward. We just said, you know, we're going to read marriage books. and We're going to read every book, go to every conference, every workshop, every class, every... Couple study. Every you know. couples group, every, every Bible study. We're going to talk to the pastors, talk to the counselors, talk to the experts, talk to other couples. We are, we're going to find a way over around or through this. Like yeah. we made, that was the defiant decision. It was like, no, that's not how we're going down. We're going to find a way. We will find a way. We didn't know how. And we just started trying stuff. Yeah. And so, yeah. And I feel like when we tried all those things, like we went through years of doing all those things. And there were a lot of, there was a lot of good that came out of those. Absolutely. Like we, I feel like we learned some good tools and some things like that. But I also just in full confession, like feel like, there was a lot of times when we just kind of fell back into old patterns and, you know, we'd go back to the same old thing or we'd fight the same old way. It was like two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, three or four steps back, Uh, (laughs) three or four steps forward, one or two steps. Like it was just, we, in the end, after this, this period of time, we were like, wait, are we really any better than we were? Mm. Like we're better at reacting to things, but reacting wasn't, wasn't getting us to where we wanted to go. Yeah. The reacting thing is honestly, it's exhausting. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then, and, and, and one of the things that really got us through that kept us accountable, that helped us, that inspired, encouraged us was the community that we had. Yeah. Like we had a circle of other couples that, that we were meeting with pretty regularly and like these were people that we looked up to, that we admired and respected. We, like we put some of them on pillars, honestly. Yeah. And then we're sitting in this circle and they're sharing like vulnerably, like really raw yeah. in some ways about the challenges that they face together, the obstacles they've overcome and everything. And I'm like, okay, we're not the only ones. Yeah. And that simple idea, we're not the only ones. Yeah. That when that drilled itself into me, um, that changed the game in a big way. Mm-hmm. That was one of the catalysts that kind of kept us moving forward was that community. Yeah, it was like it was like being real and even just hearing other people's stories, you feel like you're supported. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not the only one and I'm being encouraged through their story about, you know, where to spend Christmas at the in-laws. Like I, I don't, I'm not even sure how to really describe it, but their situation, even if it had like nothing to do with what we were going through, it was like lifting us up and yeah. like encouraging us in a way that I was like, Oh, I see the connection. And I always took something out, some like a piece of wisdom out of it yeah. that I could really use. So when we started really looking at things, we were like, okay, are we really any better, any further along than we, than we were a year ago? And the answer, if we're honest, was not nearly far enough. Like we were still (laughs) in this kind of reactive place of like, 
you'd say something that would really piss me off. And then I'd say something to piss you off and back and forth and back and forth. And then we go, okay, wait, sorry about that. Right. And it would be a day or two, or we would just be on different pages about issues. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like how are we going to spend our money or what about sex or what are we going to do about this issue? We're facing this, this infertility battle or whatever it was. And what we came to was as we looked at ready, reading all these books in the programs and I'm looking at them on the shelf here <laughs> next to us, like the, the, yeah, these, we, these we still have a lot of them. Everything. There's a lot, there's a good stuff the, there. The, the good stuff is it's touching on the issues and topics that people that matter, that are, that are important, that yeah. are the, the, the tension points. The bad part of it is so much of it is so formulaic. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's un, unrealistic in so many ways. Like be more like Jesus. Well, Okay, but uh, like, give me something practical, pragmatic, yeah. applicable, strategic, tactical that I can actually dig my hands in and do. Mm-hmm. Like, when you start talking about my being, it gets a little existential for me. Mm. Um, uh, be more like this perfect couple, and they'd put up some kind of poster of <laughs> the perfect couple with their perfect marriage, the perfect kids, perfect house, perfect, 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 and and it was all just so inauthentic and fake. Well, and it was painful, too, because I feel like our reality did not match what they were putting out there yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. And like the dissonance, I was like, well, how does that apply to us, really? Like, how did Justin and Danielle navigate this when this is the example and we look nothing yeah. like that? Be like this example. Well, we're not that example. Right. Like, we don't have the same life. We Like, that's not it. That's that's kind of the formulaic thing and the fake thing. And, the, and so we... We just kind of trudged along for a little while. Mm-hmm. We were doing okay. Yeah. We were doing okay. And then through some coaching activities that Justin was doing, um, he started to build a vision for the future. Yeah. And I wasn't a part of it at that time, but you were really working on like, what is life going to look like? Even just across different topics and stuff too. Like, yeah, like we came to the point where we finally, after years of fighting infertility, Mm -hmm. we, we found out we were pregnant. And again, I can still picture it. I was in the garage. I was sweeping up because I had been working on building some furniture. I was sweeping up and you came out and you were like, the doctor called, it worked, blah, blah. And like time slowed down. The angelic chorus was singing. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. We were, I mean, it was, it was surreal. And, you know, we spent the afternoon celebrating and everything. And then I went to bed that night and I woke up the next day and my teeth, I felt like somebody had smashed me in the face with a sledgehammer at night. Oh my gosh. And so I went to the doctor and and he sent me to the dentist and so on. And they were like, uh, this is like psychosomatic. Like you've got something in your head. And that was the catalyst. Um, something broke in me and I decided I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to do my work. And so I was doing some coaching exercises and some activities and really focusing on me instead of trying to blame Danielle for what was going on in our, in our life or our marriage or not, or, or just not owning it or not being intentional about it or allowing reactivity to run things, I started owning my own stuff. And what I really noticed about the work that you were doing was, first of all, it was extremely personalized, like you said, to you. Yeah. And you were creating a vision for 
what things look like in the future and down the road. Um, yeah, yeah. For every aspect of your life, really. And so you were creating this vision of what you wanted and you were taking action. You were going after it. And it was really attractive to me. Like we, you had shared before, like you've had bouts of depression. Like I definitely saw that in you. And once you started doing this work of like, hey, I'm dreaming this vision for the future and you started acting on it, it was like hope sprang again. And I saw that in you and I was like, well, maybe I should do that too. And so I started doing some of that similar work that you were doing where we're creating a vision. I I was for myself and like, um, where am I going to be? And like taking steps of action on it. And it was really cool because when we were each doing that, our marriage was transformed. Yeah. Well, then then when we were doing the, the work ourselves, that gave us the ability to then sit down together and create vision and purpose for our, our future together for our marriage. And that's what really changed things. I mean, I mean, and of course, following it up with consistent action, like vision without strategy and tactics and action is nothing. Yeah. And you are, you are a man of action. And so I was just like, this totally makes sense. Like, um, and I, I just loved it. It was just really a huge shifter, shifter for us. Shifter. Is that a right word? Uh, sure. <laughs> well, I mean, we you can not- play with my shifter. Oh, honey, come on. I no? think we, we were doing so well. <laughs> that was well, the first innuendo of the episode. Oh, uh, innuendo. Okay. So, what <laughs> we were. We were, you know, so like even looking back to that day when you dropped the divorce bomb. So, we not only like saved ourselves from the brink of divorce or mediocrity yeah. and make like, no mistake. We, we've like not so many couples, we haven't arrived yet. But, but here's the thing we, like so many couples, were on a trajectory towards uh, defeat, divorce and defeat and, and all of it. Yeah, only 50% make it. A- and I think that's the drift. That's, that's where the current is taking us all. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Is toward isolation, towards divorce, defeat, and, and, and really failure. Yeah. And it was that defiant decision moment. Yeah. And then, and then and the commitment. We will find a way over, around, or through whatever challenge we face together. Yeah that created kind of a split and, and took us toward, you know, this place where we, we really saved our marriage, like Danielle said, and, but we started living by design instead of default, by, by, by yes. intention instead of reaction. We got creative and it was in that process that we really started um, getting, getting on purpose together. And, and that's in all of it was we made this, this one agreement. We will talk about things until we are on the same page about it. Yeah, because when we get on our same page, that's when we can like talk about the good stuff. Like, hey, are we gonna like go on an RV trip together? Are we going to like add another kid to the family? You know, I mean, that's where once we get on the same page and we're rolling, that's when we can create that dream for the future. And that's And it's that process that starts building real intimacy and connection. Like... When, when you have like conversations that matter, yeah. you, ha- you start creating intimacy and connection. And that, that means you're just unleashed to more freedom and fun and adventure and beauty and intimacy in your marriage and in your life. 
that's the thing. Marriage is this great crucible for all of life. It, 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 it forces us to face who we are and to start becoming who we're made to be. So, and when we made that shift, everything changed. Yes. So we kind of, uh, we transformed, babe. Yeah. We were uh, definitely in the ordinary zone. We were roommates. Yeah. We were roommates. We were friends with benefits. <laughs> right? We were roommates. We, we, we lived in the same house. We ate the same food. We slept in the same bed. We were living essentially separate lives, we were separate on... priorities, separate ideologies, separate everything. And, and, and then just kind of, oh, well, let's have a date tonight or let's, let's go have sex or let's, let's go on this vacation or let's do this. We moved from being roommates to really, it almost sounds cheesy, but becoming soulmates. Oh, that makes me want to hold your hand and, and on, I say a, on a rocking chair in the sunset. And I say becoming. Yeah. Because there's no destination here. It's a journey, baby. It's a journey. Like, like we, we're not finished. Mm-mm. We are absolutely not finished. In fact, like halfway through this recording, we had, we had a, 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 a conflict you know, we, we fight, we, we struggle, <laughs> and we, come back we together. face things, but we face it all together. Yeah. And we want to be really authentic, really, uh, really vulnerable, honest is the right word. I think there. that's why we got in a fight, honey. This was just pretty raw. Yeah. Recording I mean, this. <laughs> is tough. This is tough for me in some, in some big ways yeah. is to share our story like this. Yeah, this um, is it's a, easy to get guests on the show to have I know, conversations. This is definitely the scariest episode to, to we've make ever yuck done. Yuck, to, to, to crack jokes and everything. It's easy for me to teach and share with other people principles, ideas, strategies, tactics. Yeah. That it's easy for me to coach other people, but I have a lot of of uh, I have a huge vulnerability hangover, and we're 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 not even quite finished with this conversation yet. Well. And the thing is, is that we realize like the more that we are vulnerable and share our story, um, like just like we talked about that group that we used to be in all those years ago, when they shared their stories authentically, it affected us. Yeah. Um, we it helped learned us see what was going on in our own stories. And encouraged us. So um, in a, a step of terror and you know, it'll be fun and everything else too. We have made a decision. Yeah. And that is, we are definitely going to continue with this podcast and having interview guests on the show because we And you may have noticed that we have started releasing this show on Mondays instead of Sundays. You probably didn't notice, but you may have. Yeah, you might have. Um. Uh, and there's some some reason, some purpose behind that. And we are going to actually start a second version of the podcast yeah. that we are going to release on Fridays where we share our own um, behind the scenes and stories. So every Friday we're going to be releasing. We're going to pull back the, the, the not the curtain, but the, the robe. Oh my gosh, the robe. Jeez, that sounds a little risque. <laughs> um, so on Fridays, we'll come up with the Pillow Talk version of this the show. This is our second episode each week where we're going to be sharing behind the robe of <laughs> our life and our marriage and talking honestly about all of it, everything from sex to money to parenting to career and work and spiritual growth and personal life and all of it, because it's all a part of marriage. If you're married, it's not a piece of your life. It's where your whole Mm -hmm. life happens. So we're going to be sharing about all that. So 
so that you can tune in and listen and laugh and cry and learn along with us. Yeah. And it's going to be a, it'll be a much shorter episode than, than we typically release with the, with the main show. Um, so we're excited. Yeah. I say we're excited with a question mark because it is, it is scary in a way. <laughs> we're like, it's terrifying slash exciting. Yeah. It will be awesome. So we can't wait to come to you now every Monday and Friday. So Monday we'll have the guests and then Friday, you just got to put up with the two of us. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty much, that's everything that's we have where we're for going. today, right? That's, that's where, where we're going. going. Yeah. All right. And now the talk about it segment of the show. Each week we challenge you to set a time with your spouse to have a conversation that matters. All right. So this week, when you sit down with your spouse, talk about this. What's a defiant decision that you've made in your marriage? Like for us, we were like, hey, we're not going down like that. Or we'll find a way over, around, or through it. Um, there's what's probably- your version of that? Yeah, what's your I think every that? couple hits that point. There's different Maybe points a thousand too. times I know. the course of a marriage. I know. There can be many points. So... You can talk about that this week. So that's it for today's show. As always, we're talking about all the hot topics from the podcast and so much more over in our free community on Facebook. So come join the conversation at legendarymarriage.com slash community. You can find this episode and the show notes at legendarymarriage.com slash 116. Lastly, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show so that we know how we're doing and other couples can find us. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you... Don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.